If you're looking for a platform that shares raw and honest lessons from people who are thriving, you've come to the right place. Pivot and Thrive is a co-learning community founded and hosted by me, Joy Ubani. And in each episode, I share my experiences intimately with you or sit down with close friends of mine over drinks who share lessons on their relationships, finances, and their career. So grab a drink and let's get into it. Hey friends, I'm super excited for today's episode. I am actually with my sister and my, well, my, all my siblings, <laughs> missing a few of them, but um, today we're going to be talking about finances within relationships. I read an article online that I thought was really interesting and some parts I did agree with, other parts I did not. Um, the article said that you essentially should keep a number of things secret from your family or from close friends. Those are your salary, how much you have in the bank, how much you have saved up, your net worth, outstanding debts, stocks and bonds, inheritances, and when you plan on retiring. So in today's episode, I gathered maybe a little bigs and please said, please guys come on my podcast. <laughs> um, I've gathered my siblings to talk about finances within marriage, friendships, and overall relationships. So before we get into it, I'll go around and have everyone introduce themselves. They can say who you are and anything else you want to share. I can go first. Um, hi everyone. I am Boma. I am Joy's older sister. Um, and what was the last one? Anything else you say if you want to share, like what you do? Oh, I'm a healthcare consultant. Passing it on to my sister-in-law. Okay, so I'm Omotoye, and I am Joy's sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> because my brother is married to Boma. Joy's older sister. Oh, and I guess I guess for the purposes of the conversation, I've been married for oh, yeah. um, oh, right. 10, 10 years or so, 10 years or more. Mm -hmm. I should know that exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, my name is Tyle. Um, I am Joy's brother-in-law. I'm Boma's husband. We've been married for three years, uh, she tells me. And um, I'm excited to be here. Why is Joy my favorite? Sister-in-law, the best. It's taking, uh, everyone's taking way too why long. Why do I? Love, everyone's <laughs> taking way too long. Why? Why I love? Okay, I love all my all my sisters-in-law for different reasons. The two of them. Oh, all. Well. Um, joy, joy is great because she's just always there, always there for us. <laughs> she's just always <laughs> there in the kitchen, in the living room. <laughs> No, but Joy, like Joy, is always there. She's such a reliable, a reliable love. And um, she's always here taking our stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. What do I do? I work in private equity. I work in private equity operations. Oh well, I I work in HR for a software marketing company right now. No cash on cash. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, I work in private equity operations. <laughs> no cash on cash. I work in private equity operations. I work for the guys who've got cash on cash. I'm, I'm the peon. Yeah. I think I've said what I do a couple times. I, I think I leave out um, a lot of parts of what I do, but 
Um, for those of you who uh, follow me on social media, you'll know that I work in marketing for beauty and fashion brands. And nine to five, I work as a clinical supervisor for behavioral health, which I don't think I've ever, ever shared that, but fun fact about me. So um, let's get into it. I read off a couple things that you people say or the article said that you should not share with your family, and I'll take it a step further with your close friends and loved ones as well. So the question I have for you today is, is it necessary to share your financial situation with your friends and family, specifically for the sake of this conversation or this part of this conversation, your spouse? Necessary. Is it necessary to share your financial situation with your? So we're doing spouse, friends, and family. Yeah, and we can say close friends because you. I, I don't think it's common, or I, I'm going to say it's not necessary to share with any old friend right. your financial situations. Um, and then I guess I, that also begs the question: How much of your financial situation, or what aspects of your financial situation? Before we jump, can I just say that list of that article that you read? I completely disagree with. Like that. Salary, debt, net worth, when you plan to retire, things you must never share. Yeah. I just, I don't know whose advice that is, but I don't know. Right. What's the source? I'll share that in the link. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or any friends. Right. I I will go ahead and say that for your spouse, I think it is absolutely necessary. Like, Period. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think there's an asterisk there. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, if, well, let me take a step back. If you think of marriage as a partnership, I guess that is the assumption that mm-hmm. you're making or one is making when um, they say that you should share that information. But if you think of marriage as a partnership and you have to get and get through and navigate through life together with your extended family with children, with career changes, with purchasing of homes. I don't even know how you go about navigating life without sharing financial information and plans. Like, what do you plan to do with your money? How do you buy a house? How do you pay, make the down payment if you don't <laughs> if you, yeah. if you don't know that information about your partner? Yeah. And I also think, too, just fundamentally, whether it's about finance or anything else the moment you start having secrets in in marriage so speaking specifically about the 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 marriage context the moment you start having secrets in marriage i think you are setting up for for failure Mm -hmm. honestly um because you gotta maybe 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 the other question to ask on the flip side is why 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 wouldn't you share that with your spouse? Is it a trust issue? Because mm-hmm. um, then those things need to be addressed. Yeah, I always I always find it really sad or confusing when you know people get married, or you hear that people are doing counseling, and it's like, oh well, I just found out about my spouse's two hundred thousand dollar debt. Mm-hmm. when we went in to get the application for our house. And I'm like, how do you just, how do you not know that? How does that never yeah. come up Or before? their credit. So right. um, a question that I just thought of, like a lot of my listeners are going to be unmarried. Um, 
So how do you, in like the, the courting or dating or getting to know somebody phase, when is the appropriate time to ask about these questions, to ask these questions? Good question. Good question. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> I think, to, to, I don't know. Maybe when did y'all do it? Yeah, so I'm like, was it pre after we got engaged? It was immediately after we got engaged. And when like, we were like, oh, who's paying for this wedding? We who's paying for a house? Yeah. Dang, yeah. doesn't even like revel so in the engagement. We did that weekend, <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, all right, let's talk money. We got home that weekend and like pulled out finances. And, like, mm-hmm. here's who I am. Here's how much I make. Here's like, because we had to, we engagement. had to save for a wedding. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, how much can you put in the pot every month? And then why is that? Like if so you say back it up, what? yeah. Like if you say you can only put one, like what kind of wedding do we want? Mm-hmm. First of all, right? Like if we want the backyard wedding, this is not a conversation. That's fine. But what kind of wedding do we want? How much is that going to cost us? All right, that's cool. How are we going to split it up so that we get that wedding? Mm-hmm. And if you say you can only contribute five hundred bucks a month, well, let's talk about why. <laughs> like so, did you guys talk about where you're putting your money? So was it like a budget? Yeah, like we pulled out our spreadsheets. Oh, like wow. this is how much money I make. This is how much I save. This mm-hmm. goes to what? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, from that conversation, it, you get like the well, why do you save that much instead of why do you save X instead of mm-hmm. Y? You very quickly get why into are your credit cards yeah. looking like this? Yeah. Why? But even before that, you can see, I feel like I'm talking too much, so please feel free to jump in anyone. I feel like you can see how your SO boyfriend, fiance spends their money. Like if you're spending time with them mm-hmm. and the guy comes home with new Jordans every weekend, <laughs> right? right? Like you see where his money goes. Mm-hmm. If he's he has a new car every year, you see where his money mm-hmm. goes. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's always suspicious to me when people are shocked mm. like mm-hmm. why do you have so much debt but i'm like the girl has new bag new day. Dior free <laughs> weekend i don't mm-hmm. understand how do you even see that yeah for us before we got engaged i don't i don't think that we we had already started sharing a little bit around finances mm-hmm. um and like mama was saying i think you you do get to know, you start to learn things like, okay, are our values the same? Do mm-hmm. we view finances the same? How closely does this person, you know, some people think money, they think about money all the time. Like they're really mm-hmm. driven by it and other people are not. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think savings important, other people don't, you know, so, but yeah. you, you learn all those things. I mean, one of the, one of the ways in which finances actually came up for us was at the time I had a lot of credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And my, he was my boyfriend at the time. He didn't have any. So just sharing. And then he actually offered to help pay off some Aww. of my, my credit card debt. So that was, anyway, that was a keeper. Like, a matter of fact. That was, that was, that was probably the, the first kind of really deep finances conversation that we, we had. And at that point, we still didn't know. Like, okay, how much do you earn? How much do you earn? Mm-hmm. But I think by then we had started to understand each other's approach to money. Okay. And I got to understand, okay, how does he save? How do mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and all of that. And then I think similar to you guys, after we got engaged, or certainly by the time we got engaged, you know, then you're looking, okay, line item by line item. Okay, here's, here's, mm-hmm. here's, here's my approach. Here's what I bring in. And, and here's how 
I, I, which is what I do with it because mm-hmm. at that point you're starting to plan for a life together. Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, can we afford to, to buy a house together? You know, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, all of those types of things. And then really helpfully with when we did our um, marriage counseling, premarital marriage mm-hmm. counseling, it was one of the things that they kind of make sure you talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I should echo one thing that my sister said earlier. What a lot of people would say is that I don't, I don't want to share this stuff with, I don't want to share this information with my partner or with anyone else because it's mine. That is my business. Um, you know, this episode isn't about marriage per se, but I feel like if you're walking into a lifetime partnership with any notions of, well, this is mine mm-hmm. and that is theirs, there's there's probably some other questions that you should be asking yeah. or considering. Um, and then the second thing is, well, before you go into that marriage, but the second thing is once you've asked those questions, if you feel like you've asked and asked those questions and you still feel like you can't trust the person with, like you want to, but you can't trust the person with openness about your finances, how much you make, what you do with the money, how you spend it, um, you probably want to work that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quickly. Earlier we were talking about why people, people who choose to keep their finances separate versus share everything. Is there something, is there one versus the other that is more effective? I mean, obviously every couple is going to be different, but from your experiences, is there more that, is there one that is, you would say is more effective? Why should or should you not do separate versus shared finances and accounts? I think it depends on your definition of shared. Is shared just known, or is it like, like we actually have a joint account? You have a joint account, yeah, that's what I mean. Well, y'all do. Uh, we don't have joint accounts. We have, most of our accounts are joint. Right. And we have like one or two that we know about. Like we know, <laughs> like I know there's about his account, he knows about my account. I don't know. That we know exactly what number is in it, mm-hmm. but we know they exist. Mm. But everything else is. And it wasn't, I think, our very first conversation about shared accounts, you were actually like, uh, no. Well, <laughs> so you, you didn't to... want to share before. Do you remember this conversation? I do not. We had, I remember we were standing in the kitchen at <laughs> our parents' house, <laughs> and we were talking about like having a joint account, and I was like, I don't understand. It was actually. I asked you the question that you said in your intro, which was, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, why not? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't trust me to see your account, <laughs> then we shouldn't be getting married because that's crazy to me that mm-hmm. you would have something that I don't know about or I would have something that you don't know about and that you couldn't entrust to me. If you don't know me enough to say Boma will behave like this and then accept that, what are we doing? Yeah. I think there, there's a couple there's a couple of things in there. I like the question you asked. You know, does shared mean like no, literally yeah. shared or yeah. does it mean known? Because I think we have both, like you said. We have accounts that we share together, we have but all our accounts are known to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, for the accounts that we don't share, Buma may not know exactly what I spend every dollar on. Mm-hmm. But she knows two things. She knows that the account exists, mm. and she knows me. Oh, that's a good. So, one. like, 
either way, odds are slim that I'm using that money to secretly, I don't know, finance like a gun right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like odds are odds are pretty slim, right? But but you know, if part of the reason sometimes people want full transparency is like they they need the comfort of knowing exactly what people are doing with every dollar. Mm-hmm. I think that also is a bit problematic. Mm. I also think I mean to answer your question about which one's better, I don't know that there's a better or worse, but I like the idea that I can buy something for my husband without him knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I like that I can I don't know, make a surprise even if it's something little like cupcakes for his birthday or a surprise dinner or buy him a Christmas present. Like he I don't want him to see every transaction. Yeah. Yeah. For that specific reason. But for every other reason, I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. And I, I care bet like even that. in having the each of you having one or two separate accounts, right? Like, you've talked about that. Like, you've agreed yeah. of, okay, these are the things that we're going to hold in common. These are the things that we're not, you know, that type of thing. My husband and I, we don't have joint accounts. Mm. Well, we have some joint investments, but we don't have joint accounts. Um, but there's, like, 100% openness. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't always know to the dollar, like, what's in every account, but when we make decisions together on purchases, I was sharing with these guys earlier, um, we agreed early on that, you know, up until this amount, I don't need to know what you're spending money on, mm-hmm. but if you're spending beyond this amount, it's a conversation first. Yeah. Um, how about within friendships? I know we were talking about earlier, like, do you disclose your finance, not necessarily your financial situation, but maybe... Um, your finances, like how, maybe how much you make, um, investments, just managing your budget in general. Are those conversations that you have with friends or do you have friends that you're open and you feel safe having those conversations with? Sometimes I was telling you guys earlier that I um, have, have one friend that we're kind of candid with each other on how much we make. And up until a certain point, um, this friend was like spending way more than I usually spend. And I felt very not insecure, but just cognizant of the fact like, okay, well, maybe she's secretly making more money than me. I should be buying all these like big item, big ticket items as well. But, you know, come to find out later on that actually she has something, (laughs) another source to her expenditures or expenses. (laughs) Um, So do you think it's necessary or beneficial to have friends that you can discuss finances with? I think it's it's beneficial to have friends that you can't, especially if maybe from a, from an accountability perspective. Mm-hmm. So like if hey, if I'm challenging myself about savings or investing, I think it's helpful to have somebody who can journey that with you and yeah. maybe help hold you accountable if you have similar values or similar goals. Um, I will tell you, I I can't think of a single friend who knows like exactly what I made mm-hmm. or. The details of my finances not not one um even like my very very closest friends um yeah i mean what we do what i would share with them and what they do know is they will have some idea of my needs like they would know like if i'm in trouble or if i'm mm-hmm. not um what my priorities values and principles are okay. 
but like not or even like my strategy at times but they're not nobody like i don't have a single friend that knows okay i make this much i'm saving this much they might know things like oh i'm planning to retire because i think that goes to the accountability if we have shared goals and Mm -hmm. we both are hey you know what i think i want to retire by 45 Mm -hmm. like i think that's a good conversation to have because you're you're probably going to share ideas and This friend of mine that I'm really thinking, I'm thinking about, she's really entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I don't have that bone in my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, being able to talk to each other about the goals, but yeah. not maybe necessarily the the details of the steps in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. The numbers behind it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, similar, actually. I don't, have any, I don't have any friends who know everything to the letter, but I definitely have friends who know how much I make. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that is, you know, I, as we as we go up in our careers, um, and this is this is one thing that I think was sorely missing in my life before. You know, you want to interview for a job. They, the you know, the recruiter asks you, okay, so what are your expectations? Mm-hmm. You need to have a friend or a family member who you can call and say, look, these guys, they ask me how much. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Like. Especially coming out of consulting, coming out of uh, my world of consulting, a lot of people were trying to leave consulting and take job offers. In consulting, you roughly know what everyone makes because they bring the whole class in at the same level. So we did a really good job of telling each other, look, do not take this offer. I've had friends who straight up told me, you know, that is a 40% pay cut. To, that, that's a 40% discount to what I think you're worth in the market. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Um, and then... You know, in, in, in the niche that I work in now, in the market space niche that I work in now, just having people that I can call and say, uh, listen, I think I'm up for a raise. What do you think is reasonable or unreasonable to ask mm-hmm. for? And friends will say, well, I'm getting this or I'm getting this range mm-hmm. for doing the same job at this other shop. Um, don't settle for less than that. I think it's really important to have friends. Like, and but I do you talk have- about range, though, or do you talk like about exact specifics? Um... I, I think that's different. I have told people exactly like to the dollar. Like this is now to be fair, in you know, depending on the closeness of the friend. Right. There's a I mean, there's a guy who called me and asked me, he was going for a job interview. I told him what I made at my last role. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, Well, you know, my last job, this was my mm-hmm. offer, this is my basis, my bonus, this was my <laughs> LTI. Right. Um there are people who know what I make now, but they don't know they have no idea what I do. Right. past that like what's my mortgage like what's that they don't know mm-hmm. so. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at both right um similarly i don't have anybody i don't have any friends that know exactly what i make i've had similar conversations in terms of like hey interviewed for this job got this offer here's what they're offering me what do you think um, people shy away from them. I, I don't think I'm I, I'm shy about it. If somebody asks me, I'll tell them. But mm-hmm. nobody asks me. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> right? true. Yeah, I, I think thinking about that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anybody's ever like, would you think, asked me. Would you share if someone asked you what I make? Mm-hmm. I think, how much you know, <laughs> 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 you know I, I think I would give. I would think. I think I would give a range. I'm in a different situation because I'm in HR, mm. and so so. I have a pretty good idea about like what, <laughs> That's true. what, That's true. I, should be, what I should be asking for, at yeah. least within the fields that I've been in. Um, 
so that that's a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, I think if somebody if somebody asked me, to be honest, I th- I feel like if it wasn't my family member, mm. I I kind of feel like that would be rude. So I think the, the, <laughs> like, the question the, the, to me the question behind the question or the if you start from where this conversation went, I think the question would be why. Mm-hmm. Like why? Do why you you ask? Yeah, that's why fair. Do yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, because if I think about it, with my wife, the reason I can tell my wife exactly how much I make the dollar is because she's my wife. Okay. Right. Um, the reason if a friend calls me and says, "Hey, I'm going for this interview," or well, what should I ask for? Mm-hmm. I can I can give a number because there's a why. Yeah, because that's I fair. I trust that's them, and really I'm trying to make point. sure I'm trying to make sure the company does right by them. If somebody just calls me out the blue and is like, hey, we're friends. Right. We're friends. We're friends. Let's, let's test our friendship. Tell me wondering. how much you yeah. like, oh. So yeah. on the maybe the flip side, but on a, a slightly different page, one of our friends who's moving to Atlanta soon and trying from out of the country, mm-hmm. trying to get a feel for right. like what will expenses yeah. be once I move here. They asked us. What? Well, yeah. How do you? Where does your money go? How right. do you budget? Which right. is very different mm-hmm. from what do you make. That's a good question, right? And yes, way. you can extrapolate yeah. what we. But you'd have to know, like, are we saving? Are That's we investing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to like guess, make some wild guesses there. Mm-hmm. But what you're but, saying is really part of about the why, the why. Too, mm-hmm. because let's be let's be honest. Like, okay, I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but I think <laughs> um, the. I guess at the back of your mind, you're there's always that fear of being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't want people's hands in your pocket. Yeah, or so you you don't want people's hands in your pockets. You don't want people judging you or um, making assumptions as to what you can or should be able to afford mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, you know, you don't want to set expectations for like I I know friends who only have ever like they always seem to need money mm. from me oh right um so those are friends for example i would not want to disclose because i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to create the um the idea or assumption that you know i'm i'm set up to just to fund your life to fund, you know yeah. whatever um so I, I think if 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 I'm honest, I think that's the reason behind maybe why I wouldn't share or I wouldn't mm-hmm. be as open. Um but it goes back again to the in a in a in a relational situation with your spouse or your sibling or your or your close friends, is the trust there mm-hmm. so that that goes away. Yeah. Right. I think that's interesting. It it might be if you go back to the why and you go back to trust and you just tie it all together. I think sometimes the reason a lot of people don't talk about money in their marriages is because they don't want to be taken advantage yeah, of. Trust. And which is just like again, you should probably be having this totally different conversation. Yeah. If you're scared yeah. of this person taking advantage of you for your money, then they're not your friend. You should probably you should probably <laughs> well, be having a totally spouse, different yeah. conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Or you should reassess your yeah. thinking now. Like, have I ever been curious about what my friend my friend is making? Like, I can't even think of what would be a good reason why I'd be. I've asked a friend, a coworker, how much they made, but only because I was yeah. curious about the gender. Right, thing. you're thinking about. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I straight up asked them, 
Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> funny. It was funny because the reason why it came up is because um, I don't know what we were doing, but we were looking at his phone and his bank account came up and his savings account was right there. And I was like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely impressed. It was at least. And this is, keep in mind, this is like a couple years out of, we're like 26, 27. Okay. And this guy has maybe like 80K Ooh, saved wow. up. I was like, who How are you? That? Did you ask him the details? He's very frugal. Like when he oh, travels, okay. he stares, stays only at, um, what is it called? Hostels. Oh. Like he's driving, at least last time I saw him, he was driving like a Camry from like 10 years ago. Oh, <laughs> like he's very, very frugal. Um, so I asked him, I was like, wait a minute, because we have the same educational background, literally mm-hmm. went to the same undergrad, first of all, mm-hmm. but the same undergrad, had the same educational background, started at the company a year apart, so he was there before right. me, and we were at the same level at the company. Okay. So it was one of those things where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm curious, mm-hmm. I'll tell you how much I make, but I told, I was very transparent, like, I mean, he saw that I saw and we laughed about it, but. I was like, I'll tell you what I make, but I need to know, like, are we getting paid the same amount? So were you? Yes, okay. exactly the same amount. Okay. Because I had him writing down. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to tell him, and then he was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> you were like, just was like, right, right on a piece of paper, and we'll switch. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. But that's the only time I've asked somebody how much they made, outside of the whole, like, I just got a job offer, you work here, mm-hmm. what should I expect, or what should I ask mm-hmm. for? You know, another another um, occasion or reason why you might want to know, I think sometimes like when you're if you're if you're doing things as friends a lot together, like maybe you're 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 going on vacations mm-hmm. a lot, you're eating out a lot, you know, in the in that context sometimes I am, you know, curious just to be sure that we're either not overburdening mm-hmm. a member of the friend group or um yeah, that's a that. good point. Especially when you go out when you're younger, you go out to like dinners and stuff where yeah. you know you're gonna be splitting the bill. Oh, yeah, that's a. <laughs> I, I remember or traveling together. Yeah, I remember stuff. I it was when I wasn't working and I had dinner with a lot, all of my friends and they were like, I specifically was like, I'm gonna order this one burger. <laughs> not gonna, I'm gonna get water because I literally was not working. They ordered everything on the menu we're like all right guys we're gonna split it i said i am not working you guys are all working that's when you go to the waiter and high level separately. Like, i got number 14 <laughs> yeah so i think that what you were saying was- but you know in that situation though is the bet is the better question not so much oh hey i agree what you know what you making maybe the better question is are we aligned on how we want to spend that's true. Like, that might be a better... Because yeah. I guess it doesn't necessarily have to do with what we're making. Right. Like, what if I was making... Because I could have been making more than them, but still... Didn't want right. to spend In my budget, I didn't exactly. plan to spend yeah. to split this <laughs> meal evenly <laughs> with you guys. Yeah. So I guess it's having that conversation also with friends of, like, are we aligned with how we're spending our money? Mm-hmm. Our priorities the same? I feel that way. But I think, I think about that, especially when I'm planning things like dinners... Mm-hmm. or trips like we have traveled with uh, we've traveled with your friends a couple times mm-hmm. i don't think we've traveled with my friends which is neither here nor there but even during those trips it's like oh let's all get a house together mm-hmm. right. it's like 
Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> That's a great suggestion. Like, like those... But I don't think about it in that moment. It's when we get there and then we're like, oh, wait, we have to pay for this. And I'm like, oh, we didn't uh, even really consider yeah. where everybody Might is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in that specific friend group you're talking about, I have friends who are investors. And I have friends who work in like social impact, mm-hmm. and you know, kudos, yeah, wide range of <laughs> wide range of, of comp. Um, but kudos to my friends for right there in the WhatsApp being like, "Oh, this house looks nice. Here's how much I've got mm-hmm. towards the house." Oh, they say so that. Honesty. Yep. Interesting. Um, you know, I'm talking about visuals here at the mm-hmm. other day. Mm-hmm. She just be like, "Listen, here's here's what I've got. Here's what I'm gonna do." Like. Let me know if this is inconvenient for the vacation. Mm-hmm. And not once in two, three trips together has anyone ever been like, because I, I think it's the honesty. I think it's yeah. the honesty and the transparency to say, okay, well, if everyone's supposed to put in 200 bucks and this person's got 150, well, this is where <laughs> Grace comes in as friends. Mm-hmm. Say, well, you just adjust a little we're bit. Gonna, we're, exactly. So now I'm paying 210 and it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys ever feel obliged to open your pockets a little deeper based on the like knowledge of, you know, your if you're in a situation where you're making more than somebody. Or you think you're making you more. You think you're making more than somebody. Do you ever feel like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take care of it because I know that or I feel like I'm making more than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had people do that for me. And I yeah. was really yeah. grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When I when I was younger and would go to DC for a weekend to visit my friends, I have friends who um like I was in grad school so not making right. any money. I have friends who it felt like went out of their way like to say to invite me to dinner and it's one of those things where you just close your eyes and you're like we'll, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we get I have the water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we get there and the bill comes and they're like oh I got it mm-hmm. and they do it consistently yeah. and then when you finally get a job they're like alright what's the it? and you realize like oh all those other mm-hmm. times they were very conscious mm-hmm. of the fact that like yeah they want fancy sushi but they're gonna pay for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's kind I don't know, I think maybe obligation is a is not the word I'd use, but I I'm very conscious of opportunities to spend time with my friends without anyone feeling encumbered. Because mm-hmm. right? I think some you know, money can steal a lot. Yeah. It can give you a lot, but it can steal a lot from situations, mm-hmm. from experiences. Yeah. So here we are, a birthday dinner. And like everyone's on their second shot and like getting ready for dessert, and you've got the one friend who's like, "Listen, asparagus oh, is great." <laughs> oh, <laughs> it just you just it steal something from the yeah. occasion, right? So opportunities to like if you're solving for experience and if you're solving for like a journey together, mm-hmm. you ever notice there's a big theme here of like we are doing this life the thing why, together. Yeah. Like the why is. We're having dinner together. We're here to celebrate. Everyone should be celebrating. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to celebrate less or feel some type of way about your celebration because you decided to be, you know, you work for a nonprofit and mm-hmm. like that. That, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's less okay. obligation and more like, um, to me, that's what friendship looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Before we end this episode. How much do we each make? <laughs> Why? Tell everyone how much you make. Um, yeah, Tayo, that's a good question. I'm curious to know 
how you spend your money. Like the approach. The approach. Yeah, the approach to how you spend your money. I know you all budget and like have your spreadsheets. You budget? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how you budget. <laughs> uh, that was a weak high five, but it's okay. <laughs> um, how you budget, why you budget, and your approach to spending money. In fact, I think I may even have, I may have given you my template from way, 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 way back. Really? Ah, this is where it comes from. I feel like we had this conversation whenever you first started working at Deutsche. First little job. (laughs) 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 First little job. Calls his sister. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) How do we budget? Okay, so... I can talk about this, right? Yeah, you said why do we budget? Mm-hmm. How, How why? Do I don't think I said why. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Just yeah. how do you budget? And then spending the money. How do you spend your money? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So our budget in our home is built on um, trust. Trust. <laughs> trust. Yeah, the money sure. will be there. <laughs> right. <babe. laughs> our, our, budget, our budget is built on like uh, so. Our spending is built on. Uh, spending is built on like shares of income so like our right. money goes into a pool so every month I can take my paycheck and Boma's paycheck and it just goes into a pool okay. and our spending is driven off um, relative split of that income mm-hmm. against expenditure right so like if our income is like 50 if we have the same income it's 50-50 mm-hmm. or if it's like 60-40 of the total that's how we split the mortgage or the bills or the okay. car, whatever. Um, in terms of the expenditure itself, it starts with we tithe. Mm. So, and that's because we want to feel the impact of our expenditures the same way. If we did okay. 50 50, we'd both yeah. we'd feel it differently. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, we, we tried that in the beginning, yeah. and it was like, oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Hey. Hold on. It's not working. Hey. You're right. So we 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 tie we ten percent off the top, um, and then we try to we try to limit our mortgage and living expense you know mortgage expenses to about like twenty five percent of net income, mm-hmm. and that's how we that's how we decide what apartment to live in or what house to buy or blah blah blah. blah. Um, very aggressive about saving. Try to do thirty percent plus saving just to just to sort of like set a foundation for the future but in terms of like our our approach like step by step we were very focused starting from scratch like on short-term debt so okay. sorry so like making sure that we clear any credit cards mm-hmm. um any short-term like money we borrowed to like buy a piano or like anything mm-hmm. like that like that gets out of the way then short-term emergency cash mm-hmm. i'm sure you've seen all the stats like you know the average American household doesn't have you know, $400 to put against an emergency. Mm-hmm. One of our goals together up front early was let's make sure that if there's every short-term emergency, we take a few months to just protect for that. Um, and then just like all the like financial experts would say, we have six months mm-hmm. of emergency savings. So if Boma loses her job um, and I can no longer be a sugar baby <laughs> or, like, or like I lose my job, we have six months of reserve, so we spent a lot of time trying to get there. Mm-hmm. And then every dollar above that it just gets invested. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think that's only possible if one you have a a partner or a spouse who's willing to walk that road with you um who from the time we were dating and you're like Bumai is not really big into spending lots of money on lots of flashy things she knows the same thing about me um that's the only way that's the only way we're able to get there so i think um that, that's kind of how we spend mm-hmm. and how we think about money in terms of priorities so it's you know short-term debt short-term savings um six-month savings then investments and everything else is investments okay so. noteworthy to share. And yes, potentially oh. stolen from my sister's budget spreadsheet. <laughs> when I was I'll link that. Years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link that in the description box. Link in bio. Let me see. What's our approach? I don't think we. Our approach is maybe not quite as um, method, methodical as theirs. Um, we we have shared principles and values. So just like they do, we also tithe and, and we've agreed on that. Um, each year we kind of have we set a savings target mm. like okay this year this is how much we're gonna save here's how much i'm gonna contribute mm. to that that's this is my goal that's based on you know what i make here's my husband's goal and we try to we try to stay on track to that so that's kind of how we take care of the savings piece um as far as you know similarly you know, limiting any kind of like credit card debt, you know, just if we can eliminate that, let's, let's get rid of that. Um, we each have expenses in the home that we take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and yeah, I mean, I guess we do take into consideration, you know, how much each one is, is making and relative and, you know, keep, keep making sure it's manageable. But so, you know, you know, at different points in time, I've had the mortgage, my husband's had the mortgage, someone pays for the daycare, you know, so we've kind of split the responsibility for for um, the, diff- the various expenses. But yeah, so the tithe, the, oh, and then the other thing is, each of us, we each pay ourselves an allowance every month. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your paycheck, so like I pay myself out of my paycheck how much I can spend for that, oh, that two like weeks that. or for that month. And you know, I don't I don't spend more than that allowance to myself. So that's something that my husband knows how much I pay myself. I know how much he pays himself, mm-hmm. and so we kind of try to stay within. That's kind of how we try to manage um, budgets and spend and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's that. I like that a lot. Um, allocating how much you're gonna just you know spend on everything aside from your normal you know, um, bills and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, a while back, Gomi, you and I were talking about like, I don't know, really know how to phrase it, but spending money versus like just saving it. I think we're just, we're having a conversation about like life is to be lived. So if you're making money, why not? Like, aren't you going to ever spend it and enjoy it? Mm-hmm. So what's your take on how you should allocate your like fun money or your, your money that you're just spending? Are you, are you, oh, she points to Taya. <laughs> You have a blog post about this. About how to spend fun, fun money? Well, like, how do you know when you're, like, remember you're, like you're thinking about, um, can I afford this thing? Ooh. It's like one of my favorite topics. Because mm-hmm. yeah. um, we talk about, we, 
we have the same thing of like, mm-hmm. we want to go on vacation, mm-hmm. right? Vacation, if you want to do it up, right? Right. Like, how do I know <laughs> I if I should spend all this money on a luxurious trip to, you know, to, um, to bring back vacation joy in Santa Barbara <laughs> versus just like, you know what? Let me just close my eyes, stay in my apartment, and go, go out to the pool and mm-hmm. save this money. But no, I worked for it and I want to go on vacation and enjoy myself. That's essentially so. your. The answer, if I've saved for it, I could do it. Mm-hmm. If I haven't saved, yeah. If I haven't saved for it, I can't yeah. do it. Straight up. We like, have a vacation savings account. Period. Yeah. So like we have, we have saved, we have all kinds of savings. We have we all kinds of savings. <laughs> like yeah. savings. Yeah. Can you tell we're family? <laughs> right. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. So he taught you everything that you've been right. teaching me yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, got it. I've so always been I, good at budgeting, but yeah. I've never had like six different my accounts. Husband, so my, like, guys told my, me husband, to, my husband taught me that. Um, so it's just been passed yeah. around. Because when you guys came over, I think you guys are like, open a Charles Schwab. So that's like, I open that for my safe. Like, this safe that's thing. for investment. Yeah, yeah like all different the different bank accounts. Yeah. So like, even like, just so we have a vacation savings account. Mm. And and we pay into that every month. Okay. We each pay into mm-hmm. that every month. And this is like a separate bank. Yes, yeah, bank, separate, bank account. account. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. We have a project yeah. account. Like when we were okay. decorating our house when yeah. we first moved in, we were like separate banks. I mean, separate, separate account, account, separate separate card, put, everything. Yep, that we Got put it. an allowance into. Mm-hmm. Oh, this couch costs. Two hundred dollars. Okay, we gotta have two hundred dollars in here before yeah. we buy this couch. Yeah, there are also apps for that. I used to use this app called Capital or something, but I changed it all over to a different bank account because I was like, this is more trustworthy. <laughs> but yeah, so just saving yeah. for it. Yeah. So yeah. if it's in, if yeah. if we want to go on holiday and there's money in that account, we can afford it. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then okay, that's a conversation. <laughs> we gotta go sit by the pool. And even even you know <laughs> right. to the to the last point I was making about paying myself an allowance, mm-hmm. the account that my paycheck goes into and the account that I spend different for myself is different. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, same I way. have a direct like deposit that. account yeah. and a checking account that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that I don't draw right, especially when you're you go to Starbucks. By the time you swipe that card a couple times, yeah. that's eating into the your mm-hmm. direct deposit that you're supposed mm-hmm. to use to be paying your bills and taking care of your family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if you haven't, and 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 you know, I fully acknowledge that not everyone, like people's situations are different. Right. And you know, we we have been fortunate in a lot of ways. We've been privileged in a lot of ways. But I think some of some of helping or helping to to do certain things or maintain a certain position comes from being able to say I will not do these things or I will not spend this money or I will not take this trip mm-hmm. um, sacrifice unless I have absolutely unless I have absolutely saved for it mm-hmm. so for our wedding for example it took us and people were asking us why we spent so long between engagement and wedding it's because we saved like every single mm-hmm. month like we, there's just so much we couldn't do places we couldn't go things you couldn't buy mm-hmm. um and now it's like how do you know when you're ready to take that vacation well we've decided up front the kind of vacation we want mm-hmm. we know what the price target is we set a savings goal and we just work against that for mm-hmm. however long it takes um if we get the money we get to go if we don't get the money we don't get to go, don't get to go. um that's or you get to go a different way. Yeah. Right? Like, if, yeah. if you wanted to go first class and that's what you budgeted, you set your budget for, but when the time comes, you can only afford economy, you can go. You just right, have right. to fly. Right. Okay with that? <laughs> and then yeah. I think for surprises, like, if somebody came out of nowhere and was like, oh, this, this, I don't know, 
this X you've been looking for for months is suddenly available. Like, these new can shoes I buy? are out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the test we run is like, could I do it twice without mm. impacting any of my other savings accounts? So if I, you know, we have a savings account for you know, six months emergency, mm. you know, emergency funds, blah, 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 blah. You know, if I can do the thing twice without having to impact whatever else I'm currently planning for, then I'll do it. If I can't, then I don't get it. Like, the answer is no. That's so. some hardcore series. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's good. That's what everybody should be doing, right? That's a hardcore series discipline of like, well, the answer is no. That's the end of it. But sometimes I feel like I'm guilty of like, oh, buy it anyway, because I told myself I'm going to get it, so I'm buying it today. <laughs> Hold yourself accountable. <laughs> to right, to it. buy it. And not really looking at the, I mean, I guess you, you assess the consequences, right? Like, how far is it going to set me back from my, the you know, the big picture goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, can you buy it twice? If you can't, then. So how do you prioritize saving? I mean, sorry, paying off debt versus putting money into these savings accounts. I guess you do your percentages. Um, how do we prioritize or do you focus on uh, debt versus saving? Mm-hmm. Depends on if it's short term mm-hmm. or long term. So I have student loans and then there's right. also a credit card, right? I would probably, and th- we're living in very weird times too, where you could not pay your, your student loan because of the whole pandemic right. thing, right? So you have to take it, I think you should take advantage of those types of things if you can. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, I would definitely do credit card, savings, student loan, mm-hmm. um, outside the context of the pandemic where you actually owe, you have to make your payments, right? I would still put more towards savings than my student credit card first Mm -hmm. before savings and then pay as much as I can towards that student loan depending on the interest rate. Mm -hmm. I was going to say if it's very interest Mm -hmm. or not. That interest rate is so important because you're eventually going to pay more over time if you don't pay it off. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and let me be more specific about savings. Short-term emergency savings, not just saving for the sake of savings. Mm before you pay off those really big loans. Mm-hmm. Because so much of what I see can wipe people out or families out or individuals out is that when an emergency hits, they don't have the cash and they have to take on more credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And it's a snowball. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about like the six month bucket, then I would prioritize that over a student loan, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. But you know, like I was just thinking, going back to the to the original question about you know, should you or must you disclose to your spouse or your friend or your whatever? Your I think um, all of the stuff that we're talking about works if you are aligned as to your values and your principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're not aligned, if you're not aligned to your values or your, if somebody, if one of y'all as a couple. Values, Manolo, Manolo, how do they say those shoes? Manolo, I don't even, Manolo, Manolo Blonics. <laughs> Manolo. Manolo, That she values very you, much. Right. You see, I don't value that. But, um, but if one of y'all values that over, hey, we need to be sure that our family can be secure, right? You know, then then I think that's where the issues the issues come in and and I don't even know what a good answer is to be to resolve that like if you if you're in you're in what's supposed to be a partnership but you're not aligned on how it should work 
you're not aligned on your why or your how. I'm not sure. Can there the even be a compromise? I was like just that. thinking, how does one go about <laughs> resolving? Well, I, think, I, think, well, I think the compromise could be like, you know, I talk about how for us, you know, yeah. we've agreed, okay, here's how much you, I'm going to pay myself. Mm-hmm. Right. What I do with that money that I paid myself is, is up to me. Mm-hmm. Likewise with my husband. I, maybe that's the way to go about it. Of mm-hmm. like, you so you agree on here are the things that we agree we must take care of. Mm-hmm. Outside of those things, you you do your best life. <laughs> one thing that came up in our that one of those early conversations was like something similar. But how do you resolve or align that with a spouse who makes significantly more money than you do, so that what you can pay yourself is not as much as what your spouse can pay themselves? So. I mean, I think, I think that's I'm assuming I, you don't, there's, there's, it's not an identical number. Well, I mean, it's not an identical number. Right. But like, I think that's where, hey, if we are, do we need a roof over our head? Okay. Yeah. I'm talking so about above try, and beyond the okay, responsibilities. Okay. So let's try to make sure our mortgage Right. Yeah. Paying. We agree Who's that our pay? bills okay. are paid. Right. We can live securely in our house, uh-huh. but you want this Dior bag. But your money is not Dior bag money, but his money is Dior, Dior bag money. Oh, so now I want him to be buying me yes. Dior bags. Yeah, no, I think that's what because he can pay himself more uh-huh. in your situation, right? He, yeah, his allowance to himself is or, Dior bag money, mm-hmm. but your allowance is not Dior well, bag money. Well, then I can't have Dior bag unless unless he, he gifts to give, it, give, gives it gives it to you. Me a Dior bag. And even though you know he has Dior bag money, yeah. In that scenario, mm-hmm. because if I'm saying Dior bag is important to me, then you should be. And you're like, babe, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Dior bag go. is important to me. You gotta, then, you gotta save your little allowance money. Right. We're going into a different conversation there because that's more than just how I manage my finances because it cuts into, you know, can I. How much does he want to take care of me? How much does he want to right take care me? in quotes though? Because you are taking care of yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. You know, and do I want your bag for my birthday or, <laughs> or do every I want day, it every week? I think right. we talked about this a lot in the context of like you have to know your spouse yeah right like if you're marrying somebody that is used to having a dior bag every weekend because that's First how her off, daddy treated her you're not for me i ain't <laughs> but then but right <laughs> I, I feel like that partner has either to be ready to buy the dior bag every weekend yeah or you have to have a serious conversation and that about, doesn't happen overnight no it was like just you a, should have figured that right. out exactly in your dating exactly. process we talked about that was one of the early examples of like Shared accounts versus known accounts versus uh-huh. separate accounts mm-hmm. because you have to trust that the person that you're not trust you have to know the person that you're with. If we are a Dior family, I'm gonna have to buy you a Dior, <laughs> right? Like that's that's the life I'm signing up for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be realistic about who you're marrying and, mm-hmm. with, and shine your eye. Yeah. Right. The funny, thing, the funny thing about me is like. I'm I'm not gonna spend money on Dior, but if you put me in a bookstore, I cannot leave that bookstore mm-hmm. without buying like five books. Wow. <laughs> and he has to be ready to spend his little allowance. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, it just so happens at least my little, you know, and don't forget habit your or whatever. Uh, don't forget your other addiction. Oh, yeah, your <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he probably he's 
He knows that he about knows you. That about you. Yeah. yeah, it's like not if, a surprise. If he met you and you are, <laughs> like in, opposite. In, in, if you were a money pit of just like designer <laughs> accessories, you may not be married today. This is true. Because mm-hmm. he because like. That's not how that's he, not how he values spend, money. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how he values money. That's not how he wants to spend money. That's not what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're if you if you guys are open about your finances and you're sharing your finances with each other and you know everyone's got this fund they can spend their own stuff on, but uh, because of your relative incomes, one person's take home allowance isn't the same as the other. I think you have two options. I think the first is. Um, you just straight up change the split, which we've done a couple times. There were a couple times where I, you know, things weren't great for me, and the amount that we had agreed percentage-wise was supposed to go to like savings. I couldn't do it, so Buma covered it. Buma was like, "I'm taking all of this and I'm putting it in this bucket because that's what we have to do." Um, and there's been other situations where it's been the reverse, where it's like, "Okay, we're looking at the spreadsheet." And I'm like, "Ah, Buma, here's your number. He's looking." <laughs> He's not looking correct. What's going on? <laughs> and no. You might do your back. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, you, you make the change, you swap it out. But I, I, I cannot say it enough. I think those conversations are only mm-hmm. possible if you know that the person, whoever you're having this conversation mm-hmm. with, spouse, SO, mom, friend. dad, is like, this. You, you know them, you trust them, you're aligned values-wise, principle-wise. And, you know, even if I have to, even if I have to come out of my pocket, to make this thing happen for you it's because it's important to you and it's coming from like the quote-unquote right place mm-hmm. this isn't like you're not buying a chanel purse so you can go style the girl next to you at the office who bought but a that was purse. really really important yeah to my... that was really, really right like, if you're coming home crying because like oh, <laughs> wow first no. of all, we need to have a conversation well, but that's what i mean by like, you have to know your spouse mm-hmm. right like i feel like there are some couples i know friends who are like i know this is important to my husband or to my like to their sense of self right and i'm aligned with and that. I am that aligned. is the that's i'm aligned that Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna have this lady in the office standing on you. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. I'm aligned. <laughs> I'm aligned. I'm aligned oh, with Stacey you. Stacey, 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 Stacey got a Chanel bag. She said, "What? Uh, no, we're <laughs> getting you one today. <laughs> today." Because <laughs> there are couples like, and I think yeah. maybe maybe they don't exist, and Instagram makes me think they exist. But I feel like there are these Instagram couples, right? Mm. Like, if I wanted to be an Instagram couple or Instagram yeah. influencer today. I know for a fact that my husband is not aligned with that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? That's because I even try to make happen, you guys right? I, I know that. And luckily, I don't want that for myself. But mm-hmm. no, going in, even if I did, it just we could never be on vacation taking pictures on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> like, that could never be us ever. But there are couples out there who are like, oh, you're going to do this? Bet. Mm-hmm. Got you. And you have the Instagram husbands, as right. they call it, taking pictures. Or they're, remember that couple we saw on the beach and they're, Yep. In the ocean. Oh, my just, God. Oh, wow. Making a baby. I don't know what they're doing. All kinds of poses. And he was like, all kinds of poses. I'm like, booty in the air with the bikini on. I'm like, she's going to post this on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> like, but he is this? aligned. Yeah. He's aligned. He's aligned with that life, right? Okay. She she probably bought the bathing suit. It was cost probably a pretty penny, mm-hmm. right? Like, But he's aligned with, mm-hmm. oh, we're going on vacation? Stunt, right? <laughs> like, you have to, I think, the, understand and then alignment. Is. Mm-hmm. Those are the two, yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you respond to, we're obviously all Nigerian, so I'm curious to know how you'd respond to parents or mm. elders who 
who ask about your finances <laughs> and ask about how much you make <laughs> and ask you to fund things for them. So those huh. three things, how much you make, I think the, I don't remember the second one, but the third one was <laughs> um, asked to fund their life or like anything. That's a great question. Huh. <sighs> well, luckily in my house, <laughs> my, my, my dad told me explicitly not to ever answer that question for anybody. Okay. Like he was, he just straight up told me, he was like, there's a chance as you get older and older, this person or this person or this person in particular will ask you how much you make. Mm. Do not give them the answer. Mm. You know, and if they have a problem with it, send it to me. So <laughs> that solves out. That, right? <clears throat> but I think if he had not has said, anyone ever asked you? Yeah, I think there there is somebody in our family who's asked me straight up. Just wow, like, you got to tell me later. Exactly. <laughs> like, Cover the mic. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, here's what I made a couple of years ago. So you know, for whatever reason you were asking, hopefully that's enough information. Um, but I think you. Know, How does that not much? My, my, answer, <laughs> my answer today would be like, listen, I don't. We don't share that information. We as a couple have decided. I think it's one, easy when you're married. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's married. great when you're married. I think like blame your spouse. Just be like, listen, under the cover, like we don't talk about. My this. wife said, yeah, like, "Oh, poor Boma. Don't be like that, Boma." <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. Um, let me see to fund things for them. What do you mean by fun things? Like, hey, we have an emergency. Can you help? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, yeah, so we I'm have taking a trip. It could be anything. So. We have an emergency. Can you help? Um, we have a, a want or desire. So, you know, I'm taking a trip. I want to buy this bag. I want to buy this laptop. Can you buy it for me? Can you help support someone? Business. Someone's business, someone's rent, someone who, someone else who has a need that I know. Can you help support them with your finances? I This isn't a family policy that I have, but in general, when I... Not giving like donations, but if somebody asks me to borrow money, mm-hmm. my rule, like I do not break, is that I will only give what I will not miss. I think you told me that. Yes. You taught me that. Yeah. And as I've gotten older and the spirit has worked on my heart, <laughs> and I've had the amazing example of my husband who is very generous. That number has changed. Mm. Before it was like, I'm gonna miss twenty dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay rent. That's all I got for you. Um, that number has changed over time, and God has worked on my heart. But that is my, in terms of just like last minute, hey, can you help this person? It has to be something because people will call it a loan, but if you need money, it's not because you can pay me back, yeah. right? And then there are other situations where maybe I can give more than that because either you're closer to me and it's mm-hmm. not a loan i'm just giving it to you right. but i don't believe in loans yeah for family members yeah, that's don't. like i'm giving you money mm-hmm. i'm not yeah expecting we have a similar back. approach it's like we only give enough we only give to the we only give the up to the amount where if we didn't the person is saying they're going to give it back right but if they didn't it's okay Right, mm. so we only give what we know we can afford to not get back, and that that's that's good for everybody because I be if you borrow money for, borrow money from me, like I don't want to ruin our relationship by exactly. having to ask you every right. month. Where are you exactly. with that? That's awkward for me. That's, that's awkward. awkward for you. So let's just take that off the table. 
here here it is as and when you can if you remember or not that's okay you know so yeah we we're we're very similar in, in that regard i think yeah i mean i think a lot of that honestly again it comes down to values yep and and i i hate to keep saying that because i'm, I'm looking i'm looking up the two sides of like my family tree mm-hmm. Um, both on like my mom and dad, but also on my in-laws side and you know, thank thank God I mean, I guess, you know, we're pretty aligned, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of just values because Funny enough my parents have never asked me like how much you make how much you make or or pay with like an expectation Mm -hmm. Can you pay for this Mm -hmm. or can you pay for that? Mm -hmm. Right? They my parents have an approach to finances Mm -hmm. um and you know, I think we've we've learned from from them in that regard. There's also some cultural elements at play, right? Mm-hmm. I think in our culture, you know, we were just talking about the other day about hey, our parents are getting older. They're you know, right now they each have an income that's not going to be around for much longer. What what does that look like mm-hmm. for us to be able to support them and as they get older, closer to retirement or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but thank God, even your siblings have that same mindset, right? right you guys yeah. have that, that value system. Right. right. So, yeah, I think we keep coming back to values and alignment, but mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really key. I mean, I will tell you right now, I will not stand to be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Like if I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not having it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, I think maybe the ex- the exception might be my blood family because I think mm-hmm. when you have your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, like I mean, you're in it, you're in it together, mm-hmm. right? Like you just. But I think in the context of that situation, if I did feel like I was being taken aback, I would just we're gonna have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point too because I definitely treat my brother like the, <laughs> he's the baby of the family right. very differently than I would treat an aunt or uncle oh, very differently than I would treat a, excuse me an aunt, aunt or uncle yeah. who would send a, a similar message right? right like he's old enough now that it has to we have to start being like okay bruh what are you doing with your money? Yeah. But when he was in college and it was like, I'm oh, hanging out with my friends. Right. Like the other day, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just dealt you money. Have fun. <laughs> There's definitely an element of taking advantage of, right? He knows we have money because we're older and have jobs. <laughs> but I'm I not saying like money laying around. No. Like, so, okay. But it's a different type of taking advantage. That's, that's him being your baby brother. That's yeah. what I'm right? saying. Like, like, if, but, you're, if you're, that's like, I remember, I mean, I still do this sometimes. <laughs> like if I'm going out with my dad, I'm not taking my wallet. <laughs> right. And my taking and my, advantage and my, of, and my, right, yeah. my, my youngest brother does it to me. Like like, you know, wow, I so we're yeah. missing out. We have moved to Houston. <laughs> wow. Like if we're going out, like he's I do it to my husband. If we're going so out just <laughs> My husband I mean, we joke, like if we go to like the cheap dollar uh the cheap date like it's uh, on me. I, I pay for that, baby. <laughs> So this is this is where sharing accounts goes wrong because he just busts out our shared credit card. I got you, baby. Oh, that's if we nice. go to Mastros or somewhere, I'm like, I just sit pretty. My my wallet's at home. You know, you I don't even bring the wallet. Bring it, man. I don't even bring it. 
But that's not this taking is advantage it. This of is a me. different kind of right. flex. <laughs> no, we need to take. We'll talk after. <laughs> Let me learn this one well. Well, I don't. I don't see that as taking as advantage. Okay. I feel like you're. You're. That's love. That's family. That's love. I think. Why I was, are you laughing? I, I think <laughs> I see it as sort of taking advantage because, and not in any like. I think the word even saying taking advantage has a negative connotation, but when I was in college, I felt like I made sure that I could... Because you were the first. Exactly. Yeah. I could do what I want. If I was going to go to dinner... It would be different if I had school fees, right? Like, mm-hmm. where's my parents? I need help. Ah. But if I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, go to the little dinner or go to a little party, and I'm talking about, hey, mom, can you send me $100 so I can go to New York? Huh? Right. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. But my brother has no problem. Oh. Like, when he went to I Ibiza, need new shoes. Um, <laughs> And you guys, the, the part that got me with Junior was he went to Ibiza with his friends. He, he went said, to a whole different country. I want to fly out tomorrow. Please buy my new flight. <laughs> I said, to? Please buy me a new flight. <laughs> At least he added please. He, even added. he said, I don't want to wake up early for my flight. That's the other, I said, right. I don't want to wake up early. I, I, didn't, I, don't think, I don't think we texted him back. No. We, we probably just said, oh, okay. That's cute. We're going to figure it out. But that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, you're definitely taking advantage of the fact that you two older sisters mm-hmm. who work you have parents who work and you're just like i'm the baby but for me but it's very different from like an aunt or an uncle seeing you and being right. like can you help mm-hmm. with this business and you're like i don't yeah. know that we are aligned <laughs> right <laughs> with how you spend your money for this business and this yeah. venture i also yeah. have no problems cutting people off mm. so how i was gonna ask how do you say no to family and close Family's, close friends yeah. who you feel are taking advantage of you typically I, the language is like unfortunately we're not currently in a position to help mm, that's nice people. nice and simple I mean, we're not in a position to help people and like people because people will test you because like, ah but i've seen now that's your so it's like you know but you don't you don't know mm. and the truth is you don't know mm-hmm. no, nobody knows you could be in debt <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know for, if someone were to re- reply with something like that that's Precisely the evidence for mm-hmm. me that that's don't not have the same. No. But I think it it, it really does come like 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 Omote said values principle. Am I aligned with you on those two things? I can't say it enough because you know if a family member calls me and you know there is an emergency, it almost doesn't matter, and it is a it is an actual valid this thing happened and now this thing is happening and something they're, they're might like they're going to take my house mm-hmm. right i i don't think there's anything boma or i would not do to prevent that from happening right. like mm-hmm. and there's and when i say when i say when i say like <laughs> I think it depends. Oh, I mean, I think it depends. It depends on. It might depends also on, depend like, on how they got into that situation. Hundred percent. No, what I see. When I see <laughs> all of this falls under value. Right. Yeah. So like, what were you doing? Let's yeah. pretend because went, me giving went, you like, this one month is not going to help. Yeah. If they went gambling uh-huh. and you lost, that's not important. Okay. That's not important. Right. When like I see valid, yeah, like right. a valid reason why they are genuinely in trouble, then yeah. But you know, if you've got a bunch of fancy. Everything, everything, and I just saw your Instagram post about you being in this other country the other day, and now you're like, "Hey, man, I need to borrow a grand." I'm like, "That's no, no, that's not likely to happen." Um, but, 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 you know, I think it really comes down to how do I respond? I respond with my spirit. Like, if I'm aligned, 
and it happens. So I'm not aligned. It doesn't happen. And even the happening is like, my priority is my family. My priority is, you know, my wife, my children, you know, the stability of my home. If I, when I say there's nothing we wouldn't do, is a caveat to that. There's nothing I wouldn't do without putting the stability and security of my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, as long as as long as I am not endangering our stability or our security, I am not jeopardizing my role as a husband or the father. Then yeah, I think as long as it's valid, yeah. we're aligned. I'll do it. Yeah. I think the reason a lot of people get in trouble is when somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, listen, I have this business idea, and this is really going to you know, <laughs> disrupt you know the dinner table industry, and like you have to invest in me." I'm like. Even if it's not that big, but they just have a hey, I have a business idea. Yeah. I want to. I think there's also going back to principles, right? I mean, you know, around this table, we're all, we're all Christians. And I think um, that's an important factor, too, of just praying about those decisions. Right? Like, if somebody asks me for like a business investment or, or to borrow money or they're in need, you know, there's that internal check of, especially if it's a lot of money that they're asking for. It's like, yeah, you know, I mean, if it's 20 bucks, most of the time, like, that's not going to be an issue. But if you're asking for, like, a grand, five grand, you know, like, you're going to have to pray about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the the other thing I was going to ask you guys is, do you think reciprocity matters? Like, do you think, I feel like there are certain family members who, Thank God I've not yet so far had to ask, but I feel like if I had to, if I did have to ask, I know they would go all out for me. Mm-hmm. And so then I feel like I can go all out for, for them. But right. I, I mean, I don't know if that, it, it's like believing this reciprocity, even though the reciprocity hasn't been tested yet, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think you can tell by their character, right? Right. Like what they normally do in like how how do they even show you love and care on like your birthday? Right. I think that will be a good indicator of will they come through for you financially mm-hmm. if the need is there. Or speaking of cutting people off, this this young this young <laughs> no. lady um, at church who I knew I didn't even really know her. She was in the choir and I was directing the choir at the mm-hmm. time. She she was I don't even remember why she said she needed the money, but she needed. Was it seven hundred dollars? And she asked you directly. Did she ask me directly? Well, yeah, she kind of did. I think she had put something out, like just asking. She sent the choir mm. actually oh. an email saying, "I have this need, I'm mm. this, that, and the other." So, um, I don't know who responded. I don't know what she got, but she needed X amount of money to get her to this new city, to get her new job, and mm. move in and mm. everything. So, um. So it's so, interesting too in a church context. Well, yeah. So this this is not my friend. Mm-hmm. I just I just happened to know her from church. Yeah. But I felt led, and I spoke to my husband about it. I felt led. Okay, I I think I can afford to give her seven hundred. Let me mm-hmm. give her seven hundred dollars. So I gave her seven hundred dollars. Oh, about. So, I never. She she then took this. She took the check. She got, made it to the new city, which was where she was trying to get to. The girl never, like, 
let me know, oh, I'm here now. Hey, thank you. Oh, wow. You know, you know, whatever. I even reached out to her to say, hey, did you get to where you're going? Everything, everything's all good. <laughs> you know, hope all is well. No response. I get an email about a month later. Another request for from oh, her. No. Yes. Wait, she sent it directly to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she said she's my bank. Mm-hmm. So I. Did, so <laughs> speaking of cutting off, like I didn't even respond to her. Wow. It was just like she sent it directly to you, like yeah. not, not even through the choir. Because to me, that was like okay. Oh, wow. That was two things. Speaking of ta- it's all the things, right? Yeah. T- being taken advantage mm-hmm. of. Um, no appreciation, mm-hmm. definitely no reciprocity, you know, um, yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like, it's, it's, I'm soft, right? Like I'm, I'm super soft. I, to me, it's tricky because I, I give people a lot of leeway, right? Somebody, the first thing I would tell myself, I'll come back on top of my, I was like, well, maybe she's, maybe she's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when she's on back, it's like, you know. She put herself out Let's there. Let's come back and ask for more. She, she, not ask, she had to ask for money, and then you know she left. And here you are checking on her, like, well, how are things? Like, please give me a, like. People feel people like people take all kinds of things, all kinds of ways. Yeah, it's true. So I extend, I extend a lot of grace, but you know, to agree with you, I think where it gets really tricky is when you needed more, you didn't have. There was no sort no of reservation. No concerns, <laughs> and 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 the funny thing is, like maybe, maybe there was embarrassment, and maybe this is where I was gonna go originally. It's like maybe there was embarrassment there. Maybe she needed the money earlier, and it took her a month to like even be able to come to you and face you and ask you for more. I make all kinds of assumptions on people's behalf. Yeah, my friend now, has assume positive intent. I, al- I always assume positive intent. Now, where I think. Where I think lines get crossed is reciprocity to me doesn't mean, you know, I did this for them. So I hope, give, yeah. I hope one day if I was in this position, you would do it for me. Mm-hmm. Reciprocity for me means like I'm, I'm giving you of my, <coughs> myself. Bless you. Thank you. Um, I'm giving you of myself or slash my spirit. I expect some of that back. So what you are getting from me might be hard currency, but now, you know, we're, we're we're doing something together. Like you, you have to get to this new job. You have to get to this new city. I expect to like a text, like, "Hey, listen, I'm here. Like, mm. started the new job. Things are going well. Like, here's a picture of the apartment. Yeah. Just like, okay, I've let you in a little bit. Let me in a little bit, and let's see like how to make sure like you're okay. Let's make right. sure that you are okay. Yeah. But when I reached out to you, one with cash. <laughs> two. Well, and by the way, I I never set an expectation that I wanted it back. Yeah. Like I didn't, right. I was it was not enough. Happy, no. We already established, right? You're only going yeah. to do this if you can afford to not see the money again. But you're just reaching out to check in and say, hey, are you okay? And the person has shut you out. Right. Because maybe I was prepared to help you with more. Like, right. Or not. I'm reaching out to be like, hey. Or not. Or not. Like, you don't, you don't, I don't even have to give you more. But the fact is, like, you asked for something. And I was there for you. And all I want is just to be, maybe not in the... Involve maybe, me in the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe that sounds entitled. It's like, ah, because you gave me a couple of dollars. Like, now I got to tell you that everything. Is a, that is a fine line. I, I struggle with that sometimes, yeah. too. Like, if I, if I help yeah, somebody, do I want to know? Do I have the right to know, like, how it ended? Mm. Well, I think if you're asking for a specific thing, 
like I need X amount to buy a car. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see the car. Right. <laughs> like, let me see what you buy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me of when we were younger, when my, our dad would ask us to do stuff, but we wouldn't report back that it was finished. Uh-huh. He'd be like, somebody asked you to check on X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I did. He's like, but you didn't come and give me the answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think no, but, it was, no we, but I did it, though. <laughs> yeah. And it's different, I think, from I need X amount for this thing versus I just need X, X amount. amount. Mm-hmm. So if you just need X amount. But don't you want to know what, what that X for? amount is for? No. I won't ask. I, mm-hmm. I know that I do not have a right to know. I will ask because um, I don't need to be funding any sort of shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, especially if there's a paper trail. Oh, and like, like if it's close friends and family, you can right. pretty much, for the most part, but people fall into all sorts of vices. This is true. Even with fun, true. friends and family. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. all of a sudden, you're Even funding somebody's drug addiction and you don't right. know you're enabling. Or, their, um, right. or their, their con ways of yeah. finessing yeah. the IRS. Finessing. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> yeah, I will but ask what the money is for, especially if I have to. Bank of America has receipts. Not. Yeah. So, what would you guys, what would your words of advice be to a single individual who wants to manage their money better and to set themselves up for a better life financially? And then, what would you say to a um, a married couple or a couple who's dating who wants to set themselves up for better finances? Make more money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Work harder, build um, more. I don't know. Can I change your question a little bit? Because it's like set yourself for no, better my finances. Is like I, can't. <laughs> I don't know that you can set yourself for better finances, but you can set yourself up to manage what you have. Okay. Because um, really, the way, better best way to set yourself up for better to finances more is money. To make more money or spend less. I mean, that's yeah. a good because a lot of I, I see a lot of posts online that are just like. Um, it's not about making more money, it's about managing what you have. But sometimes it is about it is, making yeah. more money. So I'm glad that you've acknowledged that. Like, yeah. <laughs> make, I, and sometimes there's no way to make mm-hmm. more money in the moment, so you just have to manage what you have. But mm-hmm. I think for single, I think the best thing I did for myself before I got married, not saying that I did this to prepare for marriage. but like, Right, that's why I didn't as I was, the question. Yeah, as I, because I was young and figuring out, you know, first job, okay, I'm getting this paycheck every month, what do I do with it? I don't know, maybe it was my parents, I don't know what inspired me or possessed me to do it, but budgeting. Mm-hmm. And not like, because we talked about this before, there's a difference between budgeting and like literally like saying, I'm going to spend this, I have an allowance, right? Mm-hmm. Spending this much, I have goals that I'm budgeting against. Mm-hmm. I was able to pay off my credit card after college making, and I have no problem sharing this, I'm not making any more like I said, I'll share what I made a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. I was making about 40,000 out of Mm -hmm. college, but was able to live on my own, pay off a credit card and pay my student loans at the same time. And still be gallivanting around Philly. How much was your credit card debt at the time? Um, Maybe like 3,000. Okay. Um, Like right now it doesn't sound like a lot, but like, 
Yeah. For somebody making yeah, that's like ten percent of your income. yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you're paying rent because you're living right. You rented apartment and I had so. an apartment right, so I and like paid that off in like a year, but was still able to like gallivant. Mm-hmm. Luckily, all my friends were making around that same amount because we were all broke and sharing tacos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but budgeting, like going, I would take my allowance out of the bank account, put it in an envelope, and say, when this is empty, that's, that's all you got. Yeah. So I was very strict mm-hmm. with myself and my spending. And I think it's one of the best things I could have done mm-hmm. to learn how to manage my finances. That's good. Um, and then for couples, married or not, you got to get to know your SO, man. Seriously. We've been talking about values and alignment. If you don't yeah. have that, I honestly don't see how, without a lot of therapy, maybe that's the answer, but... I honestly don't see how people with very different value sets and non-alignment can share financial resources mm. without conflict. And this is not this is not this is not complicated, right? So there's some funny there's some funny things that people do on Instagram or on Facebook, and they make it sound like, oh my god, like me and my wife we do this thing. They're like, oh my god, you guys are couple goals. That is not couple goals. Those are table stakes. Oh, it's like yeah. straight up table stakes. That is the bare minimum. That's the bar. If you, that, that is the minimum bar to cross. If you and I are not aligned on some basic life principles and values, such as how resources will be consumed, then we are not doing this for the next 60, 70 80 years are you kidding me because it can be very years? it can be big what? things like your house like the dior bag. but it can also be small things like are we getting groceries every month or are we eating out because mm-hmm. i can tell you right now when ty and i first got married he traveled for work he was only home for a couple days a week so for him eating out made more sense than buying groceries that he would then leave in the fridge to mm-hmm. go bad but i was home every week and needed groceries right. so what are we gonna do <laughs> right like are we buying groceries are we eating out does that mean i don't have food in the right. fridge during the week are you because like, I, like, I don't want to spend right so I, <laughs> I don't want to spend money i don't want to do both that's expensive yeah. but even that conversation of like one i know why you're eating this way mm-hmm. it's not just like i don't want to cook right mm-hmm. i know why you're eating this way i know like we can sit down and have a conversation about how and that to me is such a small thing right yeah. it's just it's groceries but if you're not aligned, if you don't understand your spouse, if you don't have any sort of like respect for why they're doing the things mm. they're doing, respect is a big one too. Right. Um, then I feel like that's conflict waiting to happen just right there. Well, my family cooks every day. Right. Okay. So what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Waste food? <laughs> right. but, but, but no, but you're right though because it's it's not so much. I don't want this to be misunderstood as we have to agree on everything. Right. I think we have to understand mm-hmm. everything. So, for example, um, I don't have a bunch of designer things. You know, my ESO has a lot of designer things. Does that mean that we have to do one or the other? No. It means that we both have to understand why each person is the way they are. So, you know, if my wife were to come to me and say, hey, listen, I need a new social so-and-so bracelet every weekend, because here's what is happening in my life, or here's what mm-hmm. happened in my life, and here's why this thing is important to me, then I can say, great. Now we are involved. Like, this is now a thing that we are mm-hmm. doing as a couple. 
I, I guess my point is I try to minimize things in relationships that one person is doing that the other person does not understand mm-hmm. or like, you know, let alone know about mm-hmm. or no, because mm-hmm. that is just, that is just a bomb waiting to go off. Yep. And it's really sad when you hear these stories of people like, Oh, we've been married for like 20 years. And then I just found out that X, Y, Z. And so mm-hmm. we got divorced. I'm like, okay, but like that, that was a that was a conversation that could have been had over coffee on date four. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, why did you not do that? Right. So I I think for I agree with everything Bomar said for for people who are single and just trying to figure things out. I think for if you're dating or you are looking to get married or you're about to get married, this the shared understanding, alignment of values and principles. And he shared understanding about basic facts about each other and your perspective on life. That is not a thing you grow into in year five. <laughs> that is table stakes. You get that stuff yeah. walking in the door, mm-hmm. and then and you build on that. You don't yeah. build into that. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I think um, the only things I'll I'll add to what you all said. I think for for single people, or really for anyone, honestly, I think really important as early and as soon as you can is learning to live in your means live mm. living in your what's means. your box right mm. our passer preached on that yeah like ago. just mm. um and just acquiring discipline mm-hmm. really i mean some of the some of the people i know that i have known in my life um who have achieved a lot of kind of financial goals they've mm. paid off their house mm. or this or that they didn't they weren't they aren't necessarily the richest people mm. I know or the people making the most money, mm-hmm. but they have just learned to live within their their mm. means. And I think um, whether or not marriage is a, is is a future or I- even in the past, certainly, especially if you're gonna be trying to join your life to someone else, mm-hmm. the better you can get a handle of your own self. In all matters, mm-hmm. not just financial, right? Mm-hmm. The the healthier you can you can go into that like partnership. And then as for married couples or dating couples or however you want to put it, um, we were we were very early on. You know, we had the conversation around what what actually no no I lie it wasn't early on. It was again part of our marriage counseling, and I. 100% recommend if you are seriously thinking about spending the rest of your life with somebody. Did you do that go before get some you got engaged or after? After. Go get some counseling. Go get told some conversations you need to have. Because for us, even though we had great relationships and great trust and friendship between us already, the fact of the matter is when you go out for your romantic candlelight dinner date, Typically, you're not talking about right. <laughs> what, so, your, I'm what your budget spreadsheet looks like. What's your credit report? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in going through that process, there were two really good conversations that we were forced to have. What One was, what are your priorities? Right. Like, mm-hmm. when you look at ministry, work, family, you know, what are your priorities? Like, I'm having a conversation. Okay, for you, this is number one, two, three, mm-hmm. and four. For me, this is one, two, three, and four. Okay, is it very different? Is it the same? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You know, I think 
what those are some really good foundational conversations to have and you don't have to go to special counseling class to have it mm-hmm. just if you're if you're serious whether and maybe if you maybe you are already married and you're trying to think okay how do we get on the same page because today we're not i think that's a good place to start yeah. what are what are the things that are important to you mm-hmm. what are the things that are important to me mm-hmm. where can we align where are mm-hmm. we different because i think that having that foundation the other things will fall into place because if if Dior bags are the number one priority to me, but the but the number one priority to him is this is my saving for college for my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are two very different things. Yeah. Can we bridge them or can we not? Yeah. I just want to add to that too that like people should not I don't know, maybe they should. People should not expect these conversations to be like easy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a one time conversation mm-hmm. either. You keep coming back to it. Um, it can be very emotional, which is why doing it in counseling can be helpful. Yeah. You have a third party there to, yes, to help guide mm-hmm. the conversation. Yeah. But it can be very emotional because you come to the relationship with your own thoughts and beliefs and intentions. And in, in, in explaining that to somebody else, it might be misunderstood or they don't mm-hmm. agree, which is what I like about what you said, Taya, about like, it doesn't have, understanding does not have to mean agreement necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might be looking for that the first time you have the conversation, like, oh, I want to do it this way. And you expect the person to be like, I love you. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? Have... There are whole people outside yeah. of you that have their own opinions. And also too. to that, is there's not a one size fits all for everybody, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, alignment and understanding for you guys looks like a bunch of joint accounts. For us, it it looked like no joint accounts. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and in some other, I've seen in some other relationships and other couples where like one person is responsible for managing all the finances mm-hmm. because yeah. they've decided mm-hmm. that's that's what that's works, what works mm-hmm. and that's that's who that's how it's gonna work to for the benefit of the whole family. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna look different for for everybody. However, I will just say this: some free marriage advice for anybody who wants it. <laughs> If you're in a marriage or in a relationship that you expect to go a long ways and you're thinking about things as this is mine and this is yours as opposed to ours, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to last. We're praying for you. Drop your prayer request below. <laughs> We're not having at you. We're just <laughs> because it's hard. Yeah. yeah. This was good. Well, thank you. This was, I think this was a very beneficial conversation um, for me as well as I'm navigating and learning from all three of you how to get in the best financial position that I can possibly put myself in and even preparing for um, the future to join finances with somebody else. Um, I hope this conversation was helpful and insightful to you all as it has been for me. And before we end, do you guys have anything else to final words, Bazitz? Go read the book of Proverbs. Mm. Um, I was gonna say, like, I was gonna I say, mean, also pray over your finances. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> you know, I know not not everybody that's listening to this might be Christian or even religious at all, but I do think Proverbs is a good book for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's some really good tips in there about about like uh, finances and and things like that. So. Proverbs wise and uh, you, you can pick up some wisdom. <laughs> a little yeah. t- couple tidbits. Yeah. Any last words? Um, 
throwing money in general. No, I think we kind of covered all of it. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. This is longer than I thought it was going to be, so (laughs) I'm very happy. Thank you for joining me, Joy Ubani, for another Pivot and Thrive podcast episode. You can connect with me on Instagram at joyubani underscore. You can follow us at Pivot and Thrive on Instagram. Send me an email, hello at joyubani.com if you want to share your thoughts about the art of financial alignment. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. See you on the next episode.